have you seen Died Suddenly? And if you have, what did you think about what happened to DeMar Hamlin on Monday Night Football? Well, Allison Sinclair arranged for a special guest for us today. We have Richard Hirschman, who actually is featured in the documentary. He's an Alabama embalmer, and he has been seeing these fibrous things coming out of bodies since uh, about five months after the vaccine rolled out. And so we're going to talk to him, get his eyewitness account and what's going on and kind of talk through what this looks like as this uh, travels through the body. Is it a legitimate discussion to have about DeMar Hamlin or not? And we're going to walk you through that. So stick around today for Alabama Unfiltered. We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. I'm one of your co-hosts, Scott Beeson. And as you all well know, Allison Sinclair is with me. Amy Beth Shaver is with me as well. Ladies, how are y'all? Good. How are you? Great. Fantastic. Thank y'all for watching, by the way. And don't forget to go to your favorite places where all your websites are, all your podcasts are. Give us a thumbs up. Give us five stars. And let other people know about the program. Check us out at 1819news.com. We're powered by them. If you go there, also sign up for their daily detail and their newsletter that'll keep you up to speed on all the things happening in Alabama. But ladies, what are are we doing today? Well, we're very excited about the program, and I think our audience will be too. Yeah. So we've wanted to do a show on the documentary Died Suddenly for several weeks. And my fault, I went out of town, actually went to D.C. and got COVID, which... (laughs) Well, you deserve it. I went to the swamp and left. With COVID, but shout out to Ivermectin. Seriously, like I'm a new person. Horse paced all the way. It's magical. <laughs> um, but so we wanted to do Died Suddenly. And then when I was in DC, Damar Hamlin and all that happened on Monday Night Football. And it kind of started this whole conversation of of the vaccine because it happened on such a national stage right. and and quickly everybody kind of chimed in with the vaccine injury and adverse effects. And then no, it was Comedo cordis or whatever the what, yeah. and our and, guests can probably tell us how to say that. Right. Com- Getting hit to the heart anyway, and the heart stops. Yes. And so it started this whole discussion again. So we decided we were going to do Died Suddenly and Damar Hamlin today and just kind of have the discussion, hash it out. What are we seeing? And and Died Suddenly, um, I watched it over the weekend for the first time. It's pretty compelling. There are some things going on, and we're lucky today to have Richard Hirschman with us, who is one of the embalmers that is um, in the documentary and kind of really started this whole discussion and what he started seeing pretty soon, about five months after the vaccine came out and what he found. So, Richard, thank you so much for being with us. Um, I really, we have a mutual friend, and Richard just kind of I was asking for some stats and data from our friend. He was like, well, why don't I just get you Richard himself? And I'm like, sweet. I was wondering how you did that. Yeah, I I don't know. I forget that we actually have connections and we know some people. And so you're here in Alabama. You're in Ozark. You don't really have a Southern accent. (laughs) Other people seem to differ. Uh, (laughs) I'm originally from Minnesota. Okay, okay. So it's kind of a little bit of a twist. I've been here in Alabama since 97. So uh, how did you get involved with the whole Died Suddenly documentary? Well, um, 
you know, when I started noticing this abnormality with the uh, that I was seeing in the blood of uh, people that I was embalming, uh, you know, it took several months of trying to just wrap my head around what I was seeing and uh, this white fibrous stuff uh, that is the most compelling change that we are noticing in the blood uh, just continued getting worse throughout 2021. And uh, I was connected with uh, Dr. Jane Ruby, and she ended up taking this and making it public almost a year ago, January 26th of 2022. And as time went along, I think it just started getting a little bit more publicity. And um, and y'all, uh, 1819 did a really good um, article. Um, covering some of this stuff. And as it's just kind of growing and growing and growing, uh, I ended up getting contacted by uh, the Stu Peters Network, and they were wanting to do the, a documentary covering this strange uh, anomaly that we're seeing and asked if they could come down and visit with me for a few days and get some information. So that's kind of how I got connected in, in, in the middle of this uh, documentary that came out. Uh, what was nice, I wasn't the only one to speak in there. There's other morticians uh, that participated, which is nice because I don't feel like I'm the only one seeing this. Right. I, I remember thinking when I was watching the documentary, which one of these two guys is the Alabama guy? Yeah. That's yeah. Because even before the 1819 News article, I had seen <laughs> an article a few weeks before that, and I was telling somebody about it. Actually, I think I was telling you all about it. Yeah. And I could not find it on my computer again. I was like, there is a guy in Alabama that has seen this yes, stuff, pulled this stuff out of the blood, and I couldn't find it. And then all of a sudden, 1819 News had the article. So you were out there weeks before um, even that article came out here in the state of Alabama. But uh, I was actually going to bet on the other guy because he had a stronger Southern accent than you <laughs> huh, do, Interesting. Richard. So <laughs> what have you, for people that haven't seen the documentary yet, which um, just a heads up. It is extremely graphic. I love it. I love that kind of stuff. But my son watched it with me and he was like, you know, having don't eat spaghetti while you're doing eat, it. Eat, don't eat <laughs> spaghetti or calamari. No, yeah, definitely call. not calamari. Um, but it's it is one of those things that you have to watch because you almost you hear it and it mm -hmm. doesn't even seem real. It's almost alien like it's bizarre what you're finding and you describe it as kind of a rubber band or calamari. Have you done any testing to find out what it actually is? It is it proteins? Is it? I don't even know if they said what is it's actually composed of because it's not blood. It's not a clot of blood. That's a great question. Exactly. That's that's the big thing, and that's and and I'm glad that the in the documentary that the people that did it didn't necessarily nail down exactly what it is. And the reason is, is because we're still trying to figure it out. I have sent some of these samples uh, of these strange things to Dr. Ryan Cole, who's a pathologist, and several other places and doctors. Um, Mike Adams did a chemical analysis uh, uh, through an ICPMS, and it reads out a bunch of elements that he sees in there, like tin and, and some other elements. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist, so um, I can't exactly say 100% what it is. 
But Dr. Ryan Cole is leaning towards it is some kind of a misfolded uh, amyloid-like protein that he believes sounds like it's being produced. Um, it's a kind of like a byproduct, I guess, maybe of, of the spike protein causing inflammation throughout the body. And this is a result of that. Um, it is very rubbery. It's, it's, uh, it, it's elastic in a sense, kind of like a rubber band. Um, the point of me coming forward, you said that it's kind of graphic and, and, and it is graphic. Um, John O'Looney, as a undertaker in the United Kingdom came out in 2021 and he was describing some of the stuff he was seeing and he was kind of given a warning. It's the first undertaker that I heard speak out about some of what's going on. I understood exactly what he was saying because I'm a, a mortician myself. And the only difference between what John O'Looney did in the beginning and what I've done is I've kind of gathered the evidence by taking pictures and by uh, collecting samples of this strange substance. And I don't like the idea that I've had to show these pictures and it makes me uncomfortable sometimes seeing these things, especially the images that I've that I've produced, because it is graphic. Um, however, at the same time, it is that graphic view of what it is that we're seeing that is causing people to open their eyes and say, wait a minute, this doesn't look normal. And so I think that it's as graphic and disturbing as it is, is to look at. I think that is um, what's causing the attention of what it is that we're seeing. So, and and I'm not the only one that has produced images now. There are other morticians that have uh, taken pictures and things like that. And there is a survey that's been being conducted. Unfortunately, it hasn't had a lot of response. Um, but right now, I talked to the gentleman this morning, we're, we're pretty much at 70% of the embalmers that responded to this uh, survey are acknowledging this white fibrous um, material when they're doing embalming, and they're acknowledging that it started in 2021 Wow, and continues to this day. It's fascinating. So we need to tell people probably, and I don't, I don't know what y'all's advice would be, but do they need to watch the documentary before they listen to this program or watch this program? Because it really is a hand in hand kind of thing until you've seen that, or you've read articles about what Richard is discussing, you don't really get what we're saying. Mm -hmm. And I guess in a nutshell is for someone who doesn't have time, is that Richard and other embalmers and people around the country and around the world after the vaccines came out, the mRNA vaccines, people were dying. And, and I don't know how, how Richard, did you first come across this? I noticed in the documentary, there were a couple of different people who said, well, we were, we take out the fluids from the body and then we're, we're trying to, we're trying to pump the, you know, the, I guess it's the embalming fluid in. And we, and, and I have this picture of my air compressor straining and it's trying to, and like, we can't get stuff to go in. So what's blocking it. And, and they end up, pulling out these giant, long, stringy masses almost. And um, so 
I think that's what people need to know is that these guys are finding things it should not that be should there. not be there. They were never there before. And we ought to be trying to answer questions, but I really am fascinated. How did you first run across it? I mean, your, your, your first response had to be something like, Oh my gosh, what is this? What is, what has this guy been doing? Right. Scott, that's a great, um, I'm glad you bring it up. So just to get the timeline, a little bit of what was, what I was seeing 2020, um, you know, during the whole COVID pandemic, it's ramping up. It really wasn't all that busy until towards the end of the year, as the year was uh, getting um, in the fall. But then when 2021 happened, the clotting issues went like from my experience, what I was seeing went through the roof. I mean, we've always seen blood clots from time to time during embalming, you know, through the 21 years that I've been doing this. It's it's not that clotting doesn't happen. It does. But the amount of clotting was really significant. And, you know, when I make the claim of when I really started noticing these these uh, white fibrous uh, structures, it's kind of hard to put my finger on. Um, I say around May. Um, now, it might have been a little earlier than that. It might have been a little bit later, but it was no later than June. And what was what I was starting to see was as I'm embalming, if we're having really bad issues with um, clotting, we're, we're utilizing an artery to push the fluid like you, you, you mentioned, an air compressor. Well, we're using a pump that has a tank mm -hmm. of chemicals that we're putting into the artery and we're building up pressure through that. And that pressure then allows the blood to then drain or come out of the vein. That's normally how this works. And uh, typically, usually, there's usually not much of an, an issue. Sometimes we run into some small clots, and a normal blood clot is, is typically like a piece of grape jelly. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, it's like trying to pick up a piece of jelly off of your counter. It's very difficult to do and hold on to. It falls apart. It kind of melts or dissolves in your hand mm -hmm. if you manipulate it at all. But what we started noticing is, is like uh, if we're if we're having difficulty getting fluid down into one of the arms, we would have to raise uh, an artery in that arm to try to push fluid directly into that arm. But when I would open up an artery, or I would find clots within the artery itself, which was another strange thing. We we normally would never see clots in arteries. We normally would find them in the vein uh, where the pressure is much lower. So that's kind of what started happening. But then by about, by about May, it's like there is something very wrong. There should not be this much clotting. This clotting is, is different. And this white fibrous material, um, I have a bottle of it right here. You get an idea Ooh. what I'm talking about. It's this. Mm. Yeah, you which, know, which looks like uh, calamari and tapeworms all wound up together. Is that is that a fair description? That's fair. That's what I was thinking was the <laughs> That's tapeworms. Very fair. Is That's that right. one and, continuous? And, no, this one's probably got a, a few pieces in there, different kinds. Okay. 
But that white stuff looks like tissue. It doesn't look like blood. That's not blood. Um, yeah, it looks like a parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, a, as far as I know, it's not a parasite. It's just, it's just something that's, that's not normal. And I've never seen this stuff prior to 2020, uh, 2021. And during that summer of 2021, well, as I'm starting to see this stuff, the summer all the way up into the fall and into the winter, I was taking uh, some of the embalmers that I knew that had, you know, much more experience than myself, 30, 40, 50 years, and and ha- they're in the embalming room with me. And I'm asking them, have you guys ever seen this stuff? And nobody had seen anything like it. The first image I took was in September of 21. And it was because when I'm talking people uh, in my field and others about clots, I was having a hard time, you know, for them to understand what I'm saying, mm. the, the difference. This is, you know, normal. I know this is going to seem kind of strange. Um, Scott, you're a gentleman, uh, you know, because people ask me what's normal clots. Women understand clots because they have a monthly cycle they go through and they they understand. If you started having this kind of stuff coming out, you'd be a little concerned <laughs> because that's not a normal blood. Right, right. No, that's, well, yeah. I think about that's like my son who gets really bad nosebleeds. Yeah. And you talk about like, I always, he gets a clot that comes out and looks like, I tell him it's his brain. Right, right. But, you know, that's what is normal. And it's like jelly. It is not calamari. And yes. this is what, so, so when you're looking at, these and you're pulling out these feet, three feet long fibrous tissues. What are you thinking? I mean, is this what's causing the heart attacks, the strokes, the arrhythmias, the, um, you know, this could cause any number of issues that we're seeing that are cropping up. I, I guess I'm thinking about people were quick to criticize the people that were saying that DeMar Hamlin, that it had to do with the vaccine, but it's mm-hmm. not out of the bounds of probability mm-hmm. that I don't think it's unreasonable for people to go there in their minds because what you're holding up and we're looking at would certainly cause a lot of problems. So are you seeing that? And a lot of these people, are there autopsies being performed as well to get answers on this? Autopsies uh, for this exact answer, uh, I would have to say no for the most part. Mm. Um, Allison, you, you said something really amazing, and that and that is, your mind is thinking like mine did in 2021. As I'm seeing these abnormalities in the blood, sometimes it's not these big, huge, long ones that we see. Sometimes they're small almost like a uh, like a, a small worm that you might find in your pet's bottom sometimes. Um, they're not always big, but this abnormality in the blood, my mind was sitting here thinking all these, a lot of these people are, dro- are dropping dead or dying suddenly. And, you know, and when I see these abnormalities in the blood, I'm thinking, well, of course they died of a sudden heart attack or a stroke, or had a brain bleed, or had all these other issues, because this cannot possibly be healthy inside of people. Mm. And so that was my concern. My, my concern was um, with all of the clotting issues that were going on, and 
you know, they were pushing the COVID pneumonia. Remember how they kept yeah. talking mm-hmm. about COVID pneumonia for a while? Right. So when I'm embalming these people, sometimes they're not big, huge clots. Sometimes there are a lot of real fine, small, tiny little specks, almost like fine grains of sand, or, or sometimes they might be a little bit larger, almost like a coffee ground. Well, if those clots are in your body and they get into your lung, wouldn't that cause the same kind of symptom of a blood clot in the lung or the same kind of symptoms that you might experience if you're dealing with pneumonia? Right. So I began to wonder, you know, questioning, are it, are these people really dying of pneumonia or do they have blood clots in the lung? Or, That's or, causing or some the lung kind to of not clot work. in the lung, whatever and, we're, we're or, calling these things. Right. And so that was my concern is, is these things could be causing so many other health issues. They're not, and they're not always these three foot long ones. Sometimes they're, you know, maybe a half inch long or an inch long or 12 inches long. Um, Some of them are just various sizes and the normal blood clots, what we're finding is they're stringy. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost like spider web or cobweb type strands of blood that's just kind of sticking together in these little, in these little chains. Um, and, and I, I best describe it very much like, uh, like a, uh, very fine threads of hair, mm. but it's in the blood mm. and, uh, that's not, that's not normal. Do you, do you have any theory? And I know we're kind of reaching here, like maybe there's a, a process or an, an evolution of these things. Do you think people maybe start with the little fine dots they kind of show in the, in the video, and then maybe they start hooking together into the hairs and then they get a little bigger and fatter. And then eventually they're this tapeworm looking nasty mm. white thing. I mean, do, do you have a theory? I'm sure you've been thinking about it almost constantly. Uh, maybe it maybe it's a process that takes time to get to one of these gigantic things. You know, it's good that you bring that up because it's true. My mind has been trying to figure out what's going on too. Uh, and now looking back, you know, I, I, I'm wondering, you know, the vaccines really started coming out. I know they came out technically at the end of, uh, you know, somewhere around the middle towards the end of December, 2020. Um, but really they started pushing out in 2021. So, and what did I say? And even John O'Looney, the death rate went, jumped drastically come January of 2021, the exact same month that really they started pushing these vaccines. Mm -hmm. And what did I say also? The clotting issues went through the roof and continue, and it continues to this day. And I didn't really start, I can't 100% say exactly when I started seeing these white fibrous things, but for sure by May, definitely no later than June. But so maybe the traditional, a lot of the clotting that we saw might have been the earlier stages. And we really didn't start noticing this white fibrous Mm -hmm. stuff until maybe three, four, five months into it. So that would make sense as far as maybe they do take time to develop into these larger things that we see. We hear of microclots uh, earlier on, but microclots I think of as being something so small you need a microscope to see it. Well, I don't need no microscope to see the stuff <laughs> that I'm seeing. Yeah. We've got to take a quick break. If 
if we will. So uh, this is Alabama Unfiltered. We got to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a minute. What's up, guys? Brian Dawson, CEO of 1819 News here. I want to take a minute to tell you about my good friends over at Centurion Labs. Cold weather is here, and you know what that means. Colds, the flu, and coronaviruses are running rampant. Your immune system needs protection, and that's why I love what my friends over at Centurion Labs are doing. They're always looking for safe, effective, affordable ways to keep you healthy and at your best. Got a cough, sore throat, or a runny nose? You need to check out their Ninja Cough product. You heard me, Ninja Cough. It contains the strongest non-narcotic cough suppressant on the market with no sugar, alcohol, or dyes. So it's safe for everyone, even your kids. Looking to strengthen your immune health, prevent sickness, or fight off the flu, and of course, coronaviruses, Defender Immunity Boost is for you. It is an all-in-one immunity booster that combines vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, copper, and quercetin in just one pill to save you money and help defend your health. Having trouble sleeping? Defender PM is a nighttime immunity booster that will help you get rest and boost your immune health. Now is the time to defend your health, save money, and support a company that shares your Christian values and loves this country. Centurion has dedicated the last 15 years to research and develop safe, effective, and affordable products made in the USA that you can trust. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast can get 20% off their first bottle order when you visit centurionlabs.com forward slash 1819news and use the promo code 1819. That's centurionlabs.com forward slash 1819news with the promo code 1819. Check them out, guys. Welcome back into the program, everybody. We've got Richard Hirschman with us. And uh, Richard, we appreciate you sticking with us. This is one of the things that is bothering me. And ladies, we can go back and jump around if you want to. But when I watched, I've heard about all of these athletes dying around the world suddenly. And you see these people, um, journalists and people on news shows just pass out and entertainers pass out. And and you hear about these things. and And we all know someone who thinks that they may have died from the vaccines or complications, et cetera. And then we, then I watch died suddenly you're on there. There's so much information. And what I don't understand, pardon me, is, and it's a good question for you. I think Richard is you've got these samples. We're not going by your word. Um, Different people around the world have these samples of this fibrous, looking material during the the video i don't know if it, i don't remember if it was you or not but is we we see one being pulled out of a yes a cadaver and that is that is that you is it richard yeah. and so it's like oh my gosh i mean i think that was the moment i was like holy moly this stuff really does come out of people mm. and where is the quote-unquote healthcare community where are the doctors where are the scientists where are the people who are supposed to be finding things out and figuring things out. Where are they on this? Do they just totally ignore y'all? Wow. Um, I'm not <laughs> the only guess, one. Right. Um, that, <laughs> I'm not the only one. Um, you know, some of those images and some of the video footage um, is not just, it's not all just my, from me. It's, right. it's from others. Uh, so the, where, are, where is everybody? Well, uh, what did they do to, uh, you know, Robert Malone, when he started trying to put out a warning, what did they do to all the other doctors that tried to set out warnings? They, they shut them down. Some of them lost 
hospital privileges, all this other stuff. The, the censorship of those people that were to even question the safety of or, or you know, the reasoning of doing all of this stuff. I mean, they were quickly um, silenced. And I think they don't want to know. A lot of them, they don't want to know. I believe there are many doctors that are, are out there quietly in the background, um, you know, advising some people maybe to stay away from it. Some of them are uh, 100% sold into doing this. And so many people have pushed and coerced these vaccines into people. And I think some of the reason that people are wanting to not say something is they don't want to get canceled. They're afraid of losing their business. Um, but to me, the worst one is if they mandated it or or coerced others into getting it and they find that and, and, it, it, and I believe it will come out that this is causing all of this problem, then there is a liability that will be attached to those people. And nobody likes to be wrong in anything in life. None of us. Well, some of the hardest things that we have to do as a human being is to acknowledge our mistakes and where we've gone wrong. But what makes it even worse is when you have a society that wants to throw you under the bus and God forbid you're so wrong that you've caused harm and possibly death in so many people, there's a liability that's going to be attached to that. And I think because of that, there's many that are out there that want to quickly disprove and try to make this thing go away and blame anything, anything right. on, on, on people's health issues or death, but not the vaccine. You cannot talk about the vaccine. It's like you guys were mentioning that football player that dropped on Monday Night Football. Isn't it amazing how they took, I don't even know how to pronounce that, whatever they're calling it, a, 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 a cardio mortis or whatever, whatever that is, how they took a term that is so rare and made it to be everybody's talking, well, that's what it is. And they're going to blame that, but they're not going to blame the vaccine that has been proven to affect young males in getting myocarditis. Right. I, it, it blows my mind. And why would they do that? I believe it's mostly they do not want the liability that will follow when they find out that this vaccine has caused so many people health issues. Um, and that it was experimental. They forced people to, to get this shot or lose their job or pay fines. You know, if you're in an NFL or, you know, in order so you can go down to the local grocery store, or go to a restaurant. Now, hope, thank God it wasn't that bad here in Alabama, but. There are people, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday without his vaccine card. He wasn't allowed to go to a restaurant in California. So these people are, I think, are going to want to find anything but the vaccine to blame this stuff on so that they don't have to suffer the liability of what they've done to their own employees um, and to the people. No, I don't, I don't disagree, but it just seems odd. You just think there would be someone for all the, everything we've been taught our whole lives about scientists do this and they're searching for the truth mm -hmm. and they're just going to, you know, and, and this one is just one of those where you're right. It's got to be anything but vaccine related. And of course I, I went and did a little research on that. I wish I could remember the name of it. Oh, you did research. Commodio, did. Commodio Cordis. Or there you go. 
Commodio? It's weird. Communist Cordis. Yes. But but it is the idea. And I remember back when I was little, um, years and years and years ago, it kind of popped up in the news, this thing, because all the baseball coaches in Little League were like, don't get hit with a baseball the baseball in the chest because if it hits at the right time. And then, I, then when I was looking at it, it happens about 20 times a year. And, and it almost always comes from baseballs or hockey pucks. Mm-hmm. A golf ball would even be better. It's the smaller the object hitting at the heart at just the right time. So it's, it almost never happens. And, and it's then, young kids. And it's usually young males. And most of the young males have myocarditis. Oh, I hadn't heard that For part. it to actually occur. Mm. So everything lines up for it to be possibly myocarditis caused by the mm. vaccinations, which we all know of now. But they, but all these people, I'm, I'm looking at a Houston Chronicle um, story that says straight out, no, it wasn't the vaccine. Oh, thank you. So that's the most important thing we're supposed to know is, no, it wasn't the vaccine, no matter what. Even though if you called it anything else and took the vaccine away and you were blaming it on cold showers, they would say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's clear. There's a connection, which was one of the things, by the way, months and months and months ago, sudden deaths were yes, being I caused remember. by people taking well, cold showers. So the question is, Richard, how many people have seen the documentary and are there ways to encourage people to watch it? Because I think I watched it twice and each time you find more information that y'all are providing that you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is when with all of the died suddenly a case of the emperor's new clothes. Like let's look everywhere else, but, um, but at what it is, but how many people have seen it? Um, since it debuted? You know, I'm not 100% positive. I do know that on the um, Stu Peters network on Rumble, it's had over 15 million views on that one site. I do know that uh, Stu Peters, uh, his network, they, they they wanted this to go out in several platforms and they wanted it to go out to as many people as possible. They didn't sell it. You know what I'm saying? They could have, man, imagine, they could have made DVDs and sold this. Man, they could have made a lot of money, but they didn't. They really wanted to get this information out because they truly believe that these vaccines are dangerous. And um, I'm, I'm, I have no idea what the true numbers are, but I would be willing to bet it's probably 100 million people. Um, because I've talked to people in uh, Romania and New Zealand and Australia and the United Kingdom and Canada, along with many other people in the United States. And so I'm sure I'm sure it's got to be somewhere around 100 million people or more have seen it. But in a in a in a world of uh, somewhere between seven and eight billion people, 100 million people is still a spit in the bucket. There is so much. uh so many people that haven't heard about this that I, I, I think they, uh, they need to, uh, they need to wake up and realize what's happening because they're continuing on with this experimental vaccine to go into small children as young as six months, which I find uh, to be horrific. And the fetal demises um, that's happening is no longer, uh, it's no longer a uh, surprise to see a, uh, a 
a fetal demise or a, a stillborn baby in the funeral home. Uh-huh. And the thing that they've done is, you know, I have embalmed people uh, that were young. Uh, one was in his early 20s. Uh, that died suddenly of a, of a, you know, he had some kind of a, a heart issue. And I, another one that I had done early on during my apprenticeship years, um, that was a teenager, you know, and they knew he had a cardiac issue and they knew that it was going to happen one day. And it was really sad when it did. But my point about bringing that up is in these younger people that are dying, it's so rare it, that I remember those cases. But it is no longer a surprise to see somebody in their 30s, in their 40s, in their 50s that have died um, suddenly. And suddenly means that they were fine one day, no really uh, major issues that you can put your finger on. And next thing you know, they collapse and either die at home or die in the emergency room of a sudden um, medical event is what they're calling it now. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Yeah, when 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 in the video or in the documentary when it starts talking about little kids and oh. birth defects and stillborns and the numbers and and how I was just like, oh my goodness gracious! The hardest part for me to watch was when they they flashed through all the people that were actually caught on just you know cameras on a roadway yes. or cameras in a store, and they just one after another flashed through all the people that die. You're watching die suddenly. It's very, very powerful. And um, Stu Peters at the end goes on to talk about how if you don't speak up about this, because they've called, you know, everybody that came out about the vaccine possibility with DeMar Hamlin, it's kind of like what we were all, you know, the 20 that stood up in Congress are called terrorists. Well, you know, these are conspiracy theorists, and it's a shame that they're using DeMar Hamlin to talk about. Mm -hmm. But we have a responsibility to speak the truth to come forward, Richard, kudos to you because you seem yep. to have no qualms about saying what you think. And um, I'm sure you've been attacked for that as well. But at the end of the day, we're called to bring this to people because it's hard to deny what's happening when you see it. You see it in real life. Even if you watch the documentary, I mean, there's something happening that's out of the ordinary. Right. Um, I guess it's, this is kind of a whole tough discussion. I'm going to try and maybe bring some levity to it if you can offer it or some hope, but are you seeing as time goes on where maybe boosters are waning and people are a little more hesitant or as time goes on from when the initial shots were given, are these incidences getting more common? I'm hoping you're going to say less common. Um, But what, what are you seeing in terms of is this phasing out or are we just getting started? I feel like we're in a little bit of a lull. Um, it's calmed down a little bit over this summer. And a part of me attributes that to here in Alabama, the, uh, from the last I looked, and it's been a, a few weeks now, the vaccination uh, rate here in Alabama is one of the worst in the nation. Um, so I think a lot of Alabamians are like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, something's not right. And so maybe the the lack of people wanting to run out and get boosters is slowing the death rate down. I have noticed here lately that, you know, some of these larger abnormal clots is somewhat on the decline. Um, 
But what concerns me is as soon as I feel like, oh, it's starting to get better, then next thing you know, I get a whole bunch in a row that mm. right back to where we start. Mm. Mm. My work as a trade embalmer is a little bit dependent on, on funeral homes need. I mean, um, there are some funeral homes that are uh, corporately run that, um, you know, this documentary has cost me work and based speaking out has cost me work. These places are trying to distance themselves and uh, no longer wanting to call me, um, which is a part of it, I guess, you know, um, if I lost everybody, I'd be, you know, looking for another line of work, maybe going to be a door greeter at Walmart or something. Right. Um, speaking out is, is, is a hard thing to do. It is a part of, um, it's part of my moral compass. I know something's not right. I'm trying to bring awareness. The whole hope and I'm glad that there are experts that are out there. You've got Dr. Ryan Cole and some of these other doctors trying to research this stuff. And that is hopefully they'll find a solution to help break this stuff down and to prevent um, heart attacks and strokes. And the thing that happened to DeMar Hamlin on Monday Night Football, I, there was something in my gut saying that was just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. We were going to see that. Yeah. And my fear is we're going to see it again. We will see it again. Right. That's my yeah, fear. I'm fascinated by the idea that I guess if you, if a doctor or anyone is not looking for this, mm -hmm. they're never going to see it. No. I mean, how do you see this unless you're specifically looking for these blockages? So when someone passes away or has a, a an event, we, we just hear about the symptom. On the end, it was a cardiac arrest, or it was this, or was that. It was a stroke. It was so and so. Okay, great. Yeah, it was. But what actually right. made that happen? And if if they have blinders on, they're just they can't see it. Just eighteen year olds dying on basketball courts of a heart attack is not normal. No, that is, is not definitely not common. Not and now not we hear about it. College well, basketball players all the time. We do, or the MMA star that mm -hmm. died, eighteen year old. Uh, wow. So Richard, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you for uh, being yes. on the show and thank you for being willing to tell the truth and, and, and try to help people. And I, I can't tell you how much I, I admire you and I'm sure the ladies Amen. would, would say the same and uh, good luck to you. And hopefully we'll get another chance to speak to you sometime soon. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. Thank you, yeah. Richard. Yeah. God bless. So ladies, Wow. How do we, I mean, we're trying to do our part. Richard's been doing his part. Mm -hmm. we're, we're basically doing a podcast saying, hey, go look at somebody else who does podcast and look at their documentary. It's called Died Suddenly. Mm -hmm. And where did y'all have to find it? Because I, I tried to get on my smart TV and it has YouTube. Oh, and it yeah. Did not, Rumble. YouTube did not like no. doing it. I had to go to Rumble. So I went I to Rumble. Up, I ended up at Rumble because YouTube yeah. it kept saying, go down to the blue dot and my TV won't do that or the blue link. Mm -hmm. So I went to Rumble to find it and, yeah. uh, and watch it. I just think it's yeah. important and you can, you can, it, it doesn't do any, just go watch it. Right. And if you people, can make people your who own don't decision. Disagree with, people right. who disagree with us, right. just go watch it and, yeah. and come up with, come up with your theory of what, yeah. it, what it is. Is it the cold showers? What is this stuff? And. I think right now, after uh, what happened with Damar Hamlin and people are on high alert, it's the perfect time to say, I have a suggestion. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll consider watching this. Let me know what you think. I think it's a perfect time to continue spreading the word because my cousin is a nurse practitioner in um, the Northeast. And so she sent it to me first and I watched it on a flight. I just, I could, I like had to keep rewinding it because I'm like, wait a second, what did they just say? And you're looking at the data and processing that information. But I think we've got to strike while people are afraid and you hate to put it that way, but it is a fearsome thing to see this fibrous tissue and to see the dirty blood and to hear about the young women who um, have experienced fetal demise. You know, Emmy talked about that when she was pregnant, that people were really after her to get the vaccine. And because she had done her research, she understood that there was absolutely no way you're touching me with a vaccine. And they thought she was crazy. Um, Pretty soon they're going to begin to ask her to vaccinate the little baby. That's not going to happen either. Uh, so I think all it takes is watching this. Even if you get 10 minutes in, you you want to start telling other people, which is what I did. I was like, right. I pressed pause and I started like sending it out. And we're going to have the link to it yes. right? because there's a lot of things that look similar where they come on and say, that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, these people are crazy. We're yeah. doing yeah. died suddenly. That's crazy. We want to send you to the Stu Peters. Exactly, to that one. Okay, and, and that'll then you be have out to, front of our podcast. It will. And I think the other question is, when people say that's crazy, well, then you need to watch it to know if it's crazy or not. Right. Make up your own you mind. Can't, you can't argue with the fact that these things were not there, and they right. are yeah, there yeah, now. They are. That's so, right. okay, let's say, I'm totally open that it's not the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Because, what is it? Causation? No. Causation. Correlation does mm-hmm. not equal causation. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Give me another hypothesis. Right. Let's we, do the scientific we method. Out, we need to figure out what that is. Yeah. Something's if it's happening. definitely not the vaccine, then give us the other answer. And, and, and insults are not allowed. Right. <laughs> right. You have Let's, to make an actual argument. Right. I, there's a lot in the documentary. Um, and I think the, the best thing is that, like, you look at Richard, just a normal guy, level-headed, mm-hmm. like, not, not there's even, no tinfoil hat. Right. There's no, like... Right. And he's so likable and you can tell that he's genuine and everybody else, there's people from Australia, there's people from around the world, they're seeing the same things that are just saying, this is what we're seeing. They're just right. giving you information. This is when we started seeing, this is what it is. Yeah. Look at it. Ooh, the one guy Somebody. that had the, the doctor or the embalmer that had the jar of, and I meant to ask Richard about this, but did he say that the, the fibrous tissue sorry this is the dork in me it's like i'd have a cyst removed on my foot one time and you i asked them to it? save it yeah oh, and, it was the same and, way. and i just wanted like, to see it look. Right. um but like he said it was in the shape of the heart like they take the shape oh, is yeah. that right oh, is it, that, was, did I hear it that? was filling the it was, it was still, filling the vessel like once you take it out it's still, it, yeah yeah like it's fascinating y'all something is happening and these are not crazy Crazy, like we're sometimes called crazy people right. talking about they're just normal people doing their job trying to make people aware. And they have the stuff. Like like right here. It's like, do look you at this. Realize that that as we're getting the word out, I mean a hundred million people, which is encouraging that people are wanting to see it. But these embalmers, these morticians, they are going to be one of the strongest reasons if we are able to get the vax pulled. It will be because they were the ones courageous right. enough, along with the doctors, the Ryan Coles, mm-hmm. Robert Malone, Dr. McCullough, all of them were speaking up. But at the same time, these men and women who are pulling it out of the dead, 
um, families already suffering and we're seeing this happen, they will be responsible in the best kind of way to say, look, right. this is what's happening. They will be one of the reasons why this is solved and it's pulled and people are looking for other ways to be well if you get COVID. I hope so. Yeah, so I hope so too. But, but They're but so is, brave and I'm very the, proud of them. Isn't the state of Alabama right now ramping up, telling people to go yeah, they met with Scott Harris. Like, has anybody made an appointment with Scott Harris with all of? Oh, let's get Richard to go and bring yes. it, and I want to go because I want to see it. You can I don't want to touch it. But yeah, like you're going to want to. You're going to want. Can I just take one? Put gloves yeah. on. Yeah, I. I mean, it, it's it's anyway. I should have been a doctor. We could get the state, but to no. Tell but us, that's hey, what such this, a good idea. This? Like, hey, Scott Harris, since you're so smart, you're the smartest right. one in Alabama. Right. Tell us what this is, and, and if we'll this wear is a natural. mask while we listen to them. For the love of Pete. <laughs> we got to go. Yeah, we do. Uh, Any final words? Just go watch it. Really? I don't know. Watch it don't right we have, now. We have an email address. Alabama Unfiltered at 18 news, 1819news.com. Maybe. I hope no, that's I what it is. Go watch it. You know what? Watch it. And though. email us. Tell us Tell what us you thoughts. think. Yeah. Great. And yeah. we're going to put the link for the official thing. It'll be in the show Absolutely. No doubt about it. This yep. has been Alabama Unfiltered. Ladies, thank you for uh, being here. And uh, we appreciate what Richard has done for us today and him being on. But uh, thank you for watching Alabama Unfiltered. Don't forget to go check us out at uh, all the places you find your podcast. And remember that we're powered by 1819news.com. See y'all. <laughs>